Ramona, happy spring. We made it. We made it, Jack, and it's a beautiful sunny day here in Toronto. Yes, and things are looking a little more recognizable. I'm not, I hesitate to ever say we're going back to normal because yeah. I think we learned a lot through COVID and there are some things I don't want to see again. But I do want to see my friends and my family sit in a restaurant, sit in a patio, and just not have my kid continually come home from school for me to do virtual learning with her. Yeah, that's right. And we're even more excited about season four of the podcast. Um, We've talked a lot about symptoms, treatments, and options that are out there for us. Um, But accessibility and lack of awareness and education have been huge issues for women going through this critical stage. So we're going to be tackling more of those subjects this season, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like one thing I think has been made very clear to you and I and, and a lot of women is, you know, just as every woman's experience with her period and menopause is very unique to each of us. Um, We tend to, as Caucasian women, still experience um, symptoms within the same realm. Um, But what we're learning through research and a study that we have initiated is that women experience menopause and reproductive health issues differently when they are of different ethnicity and through different cultures. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. you say that we've learned a lot about that through some of our discussions? Yeah, and it's always been a goal of ours to make sure that we're inclusive in our podcast and representing all women from everywhere. So it's, um, I'm really excited that we're going to be doing this this season. Um, And so we will be reaching out to you, our audience, to help us figure out all of this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's important to us to know this information about our audience because You know, um, some of the things we're learning are that it isn't just about how we experience symptoms differently or the different kind of support we get, but it's how we can approach women respectfully in their culture to help them learn more and make them feel that they are supported by, um, well, by our healthcare system and communities. Because, you know, even here in Canada, where we, we do are fortunate enough to have a lot of access, we do feel unsupported, we do feel ignored and dismissed even by our peers. So this is a really great opportunity. You know, we've we've talked about and recently discovered this past year about, you know, there are some products and devices that are offered to women like us that haven't been properly um, vetted or tested. And so we really wanted to dig into that deeper this year. So we're going to have an episode all about all those red flags that we should look for, the questions we should be asking before we buy some of this stuff. Absolutely. Because even though they might be, um, you know, putting a product under more of a health and wellness umbrella, it does mean that they don't go through the safety testing that the FDA would rigorously put them through. But it doesn't mean that they're not safe or good for some women, but women do need to know the questions to ask. And it is a buyer be aware situation as is any product that you're using for your health or your skin. So we're going to have some great information on that and we're going to arm you with everything you need to know. And we're also going to be talking to a doctor who's developed a special tool to assist um, other doctors around 
helping you figure out whether or not you need some additional support with menopause. So as we know, we've talked a lot about how our general practitioners aren't really um, educated enough around the menopause space. So what are the questions we should be asking our doctors or what should our doctors be asking us so that they know we may be in perimenopause or in menopause? So we'll be learning about that. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about a topic? I'm sorry, I got to do a dad joke here. That's very close to my heart. <laughs> Cholesterol. <laughs> That's right. Jackie yes. <laughs> had a recent scare uh, around her cholesterol levels. And, you know, it was something that we've talked a lot about, too, is the importance of cardiovascular health as you enter menopause. So we'll be tackling that subject as well. Yeah. And don't even wait for the podcast. Ladies, if you're over 40, you start decreasing your estrogen production and estrogen protects your heart. Heart disease is the number one killer of postmenopausal women. And it's not something that you feel happening to your body. So I was really shocked when I went in to do a risk assessment to see if I was a candidate for hormone replacement therapy to find out that my cholesterol was through the roof. So um, that's a dangerous thing. You don't want to ignore it. And it's it can be hereditary. It can be menopause related. It can be related to diet and exercise and stress. And we've just went through a global pandemic. So I highly encourage you to talk to your doctor about getting a standard cholesterol test. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, we're always revisiting the subjects of our skin as we age. So we'll be tackling some more topics around that. And of course, we can never forget about our best friend, our vagina. So, of course, we'll have more to talk about the VJJ as the season progresses. But you know, as always, we have a ton of content for you guys to listen to. We want to hear from you. So, of course, always feel free to comment on our social pages, send us a DM. Um, We want to know what's on your mind. Um, You're part of our community and your voice matters. So we look forward to season four.